0: My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.
1: I would think about living there.
2: Uh, Zip, you have to tell people where there is.
1: Beautiful Bob Springs n- near Bob Hope. And yeah, what
3: a kick, huh? Jerry-
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, um,
3: uh, if there hey, is... We got Lonnie Anderson, Brooke Shields coming up, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah, what a kick. We got a great show for tonight. I'll click that. Sorry. So
1: There's those- a lot of... St- a lot of C-bond overdoses, I understand, in Palm Springs. Is that right? The, yeah, denture cream. Okay. Overdose. So
2: uh, for anyone who has listened to this podcast since its inception, <laughs> our very first episodes, and I believe, I don't even know if we released them all, were recorded when I was here in 2019 in Palm Springs. Remember that? Yes. That's right. I almost forgot. The- yeah. So it's been two years, and uh, I'm back. Uh, because the pandemic is uh, it's not over, but it's over for me. <laughs> and um, and it's uh, it's an interesting thing to try and uh, we're one day late. I apologize for anyone who notices that. Uh, but it's tough when you're traveling. Uh, and Ed, you would know this. Yes, yes, I <laughs> would. To schedule voice work because you've done it at my house.
3: Yes, I have. Yeah. And hotels and uh, studios all over L.A.
2: (laughs) And this is actually part of your world. Uh, But anyway, I'm here, uh, and um, Lisa and I are, and I don't know how much he would want me to say, I'm torn. You ever, like, want to brag about a friend's place and then think, well, I don't want to ruin his privacy. But then on the other hand, you go, I know he loves it, and I would love everyone to know. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm in that, um... Uh, the uh, gentleman who was my agent during the radio uh, wars, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Anderson, and I'm uh, I'm blessed to be allowed to stay in his guest house. Very nice. And oh his, wow! Yeah, his guest house is. Um, let's just say this. Um, it's nicer than Elvis's place was here. <laughs> Elvis'
3: place was not that impressive,
2: Graceland. Yeah, it actually, no, the, it. I'm talking about the one up here in Palm Springs. Oh, okay. There's lots of famous celebrities you can drive by their houses. Uh-huh. You mentioned Bob Hope at the beginning. He uh-huh. had a house built that sort of resembled a Star Trek spaceship.
1: <laughs> like a Frank Lloyd Wright kind of thing? It,
2: it, it, if you look it up online, anybody who's listening to this, just look up Bob Hope. A legendary house in palm or, springs y- you can just google frank lloyd wrong yeah <laughs> a- anyway seriously it looks like a spaceship sitting up on this huge hill and people keep pointing it out you know oh that, yeah that was bob hope's house and so lisa and i and i'm sure i told the story two years ago but i don't think we aired it i think it was a test episode yeah uh-huh lisa and i went you know Oh, i
1: remember this yeah you went driving to try to find it yeah
2: we went uh driving to try and find bob hope's house and what um it we came up upon a gated community and uh i was like oh well we're not going to get to bob hope's house um and then I'm going to look up the picture right now so I quote it correctly. Ended,
1: ended up in Area 51.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I ended up in a gay community by mistake. Uh, the entire uh, Palm Springs area is a gay community. So. <laughs> yes. I sense a foreign light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, when you get to the gate, it's a big red gate. Mm-hmm. And it said, this road does not lead to Bob's hopes, Bob Hope's house. <laughs> and then underneath, in parentheses, it says... Uh, in quotations, it says, Bob is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I like think that was a Who song. And by the way, other famous uh, houses, like when O.J. you know, uh, yeah. moved out of Brentwood, they just tore it down mm-hmm. because any, whoever would buy that would know that people would be driving by it forever. Yeah, absolutely. But if you search Bob Hope's house, Bob is dead, <laughs> You'll see the gate, and you will know I'm not lying. <laughs> and then uh, tons of pictures of the house too. It's spectacular. It looks no, like a, it looks like a Federation starship. Not that there's anything wrong with that. None. Okay, so I'm in Palm Springs. Uh, Zip is in Worcester, Boston area. Ed is in Detroit, and uh, we are uh, we have a lot of things uh, that we could talk about today. Um, because I'm traveling, I did not give you guys a topic list mm-hmm. I could give it to you now if you'd like <laughs> okay <laughs> we won't have any time to research yes it's true um, the number one topic I'd like to uh, bring up tonight is inflation uh-huh. because we're in it however and uh, a lot of people don't understand what inflation is including the people who understand what inflation is mm-hmm. another uh, topic to bring up tonight is do you know what a SPAC is SPAC.
3: So are you spelling it
2: S-P-A-C-K? S-P-A-C. C, spac, SPAC, no. SPAC. I'm assuming it's an acronym. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, we'll, uh, tonight, uh, and again, this is not um, higher education on the Bob That's and Zip show sure. with Ed Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> we I'll take t- we things that are obvious for yeah, 500, We Alex. take complex things yeah. that are really <laughs> big stuff going on that are too <laughs> difficult to explain in a meme. And we give you a whole paragraph. <laughs> Basically, Bob susses them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's interesting stuff. Um, so SPACs, inflation. Uh, also in the news, the strangest story that literally looks like Weekly World News made up fake news. Yeah. yeah. A billionaire gets married in a gown covered in mirror shards and the person officiating the wedding Nancy Pelosi oh my did you hear this story no Let's not we sure heard it to. here on I, the button. I'm <laughs> not yeah. sure I want to <laughs> by the way uh, my mission and it's our mission because I'm the dictator um my mission is for us to you know we'll talk about stuff you're familiar with but not the same old uh, Dr. Seuss and Aunt Jemima cancel culture crap that everyone else is talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just so annoying. All right, so this story is uh, its a fairy tale princess. And um, I think it's a bad look for uh, the celebrities that were there, and especially I think it's a bad look for Nancy Pelosi. And those of you who know me know that I'm not a, a liberal basher by any means. Is there a good look for Nancy Pelosi that I haven't seen? Um, Oh, look at you. You sound like my Republican friends who make fun of her looks. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's the surprise eyes that get me, I guess. When I say bad look, I mean, you know, politically a bad look. Yes, the optics are bad. The optics are not great. So uh, Ivy Love Getty is the great-granddaughter of the late billionaire oil tycoon J. Paul Getty. Remember when there were getty gas stations everywhere? Sure. I do not. <laughs> <They> I <laughs> worked not at a Getty gas station. Did you did you what'd you do, Zip? Uh, I pumped gas. That's right. Back then they didn't have convenience
1: stores right. contained in every gas station. And the guys yeah. that ran it were a couple of ex cons. I get oh some interesting God. stories, too. I'll bet you do. They, they bought like an off-market snap-on tools. There was an off-market, like a black-market snap-on tools truck uh-huh. they used to buy all their tools from. Oh They'd actually God. order stole, stolen tools. <laughs> yeah, I need so-and-so. <laughs> oh, oh, two minutes later, the guy come the back, here of, you go. First but, of
3: all, the
2: real snap-on stuff is theft at <laughs> those prices. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, that's another topic for, for tonight, stolen merchandise. And how easy it is for you to buy it and fence it, yeah, on Amazon.com. I'll come to that Mm -hmm. later. Uh, So uh, anyway, this uh, fairy tale wedding is a beautiful, uh, weird wedding. And you know how, like, who's that supermodel who dresses up in blood and gore? Is it Heidi Klum? Every Halloween she has the most uh, bloody costumes. No, it's (laughs) Lady Gaga in her meat dress. (laughs) No, but but it's like that. Uh, I think it is
1: Heidi Klum. Yeah.
2: So here's this billionaire heiress, Ivy Mm -hmm. Love Getty. She's an artist. She's a model. And beautiful. She could have the most beautiful dress in the world. And what they do is they smash a mirror and make the dress out of mirror shards. And what is the symbolism there? Not sure. Hmm. Not sure, because I read the story and I still have no freaking clue. Hmm. Hmm. She married a photographer, Tobias Alexander. And, you know, those photographers are very happy to date a billionaire heiress. Oh, he's marrying out. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She married billionaire to photographer. No, there's no such thing. Tobias Alexander Engel.
3: But he's got pictures that he'll release if she didn't marry him. (laughs) So she had to say yes.
2: (laughs) I thought I was the biggest skeptic on this show. Sorry. Give me a run for my money. Anyway, um... She walked down the aisle in a sparkling John Galliano for Mason Margiela hot couture gown covered hot in mirror shards. Mm-hmm. Did I mispronounce any of that?
1: Now, oh. tell me the father of the bride steps up with a thing of Windex. He
2: had to. <laughs> That's brilliant.
3: He had what, to.
2: I, wish, I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> now, tell me why U.S. Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, officiates the wedding. Because politics is all about money, Bob. It's got to be money. But this is oil money. Mm hmm. Shouldn't it be. Um, I guess oil money, money is money, right? Any money will get you through the midterms, Bob. That's right. Mm -hmm. Also at this uh, event was uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom.
1: Who dodged a bullet, so to speak.
2: You mean with his recall election? Yes, yeah, more or less. He more than dodged it. Oh, He 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 lifted up his hand and stopped it in midair like Superman. (laughs) You know, he won with like 60-something percent of the vote. he kicked Kicked? Yeah. Yeah. so anyway uh, Getty told Vogue magazine it's just like everything I could have ever dreamed of and more Mm -hmm. it's so wild when something so magical comes true because you've thought about it but didn't actually think it would (laughs) I just assume that supermodel heiresses have really annoying voices I don't know why Hmm. Uh, she uh, pretty girl Oh, I'm looking at the whole wedding party. It's just bizarro. <laughs> it's just bizarre. You know, my wife and I got married at a little... Um, I've seen it. A little house in Windsor, Vermont, with like mm-hmm. 20 or 30 people. It was great. Zip, my, how my was your wedding? F- <laughs> 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 Zip saved
1: 100% of the cost of a wedding. I- <laughs> <laughs> I did buy lose one. out on an engagement ring, I will say that. Oh, you did buy it's... one for someone? Oh, probably. I did, yes, I did. Yes, yeah, so Is this pre-Patty? Oh, post-Patty.
2: Oh, post-Patty. Someone, oh, is it someone I know? This was pre-rehab. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Is this, a, is,
2: uh, <laughs> is this the girl you dated in Worcester with the giant bazookas?
1: No, no, oh, no, no. You know who I'm but talking about? Bazookas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, this was... <laughs> This was the top biller at the radio station. Yeah. You, might know, be the top of, yeah. you might be thinking <laughs> I'm making a, a female body
2: reference, but she was yes. a collector of war uh, guns. Yeah, she had b- yes. big bazookas. Ah, uh-huh, sure she sure. was. Uh, yeah.
1: Now, collateral damage, though, right. I'll say. Emotional damage <laughs> and, for many And, years. Ed, we
2: know you haven't had a big wedding because you haven't had one.
3: No, I did, I did buy the, uh, the hall, the photographer, the ring, the dress, the date, everything. Uh, but no it never came to fruition I escaped the noose is it wrong (laughs) to say that it's wasteful to spend so much money I guess no no I think it is wasteful and I think that weddings are second only to funerals for fleecing people Hmm. but that's a very jaded view on my part yeah I, I think my pal Dave had the right idea he went down to Mexico with his lovely bride and they had a ceremony on the beach with a uh yeah. a, a JP uh, doing the ceremony it was yeah. his second marriage I understand that you know those are those those can be different but that's the right idea my brother's wedding had 500 guests Ooh. it was ridiculous wow. it was at a Mason's Hall <laughs> a Masonic so did she temple. wear a dress dress made of shattered glass she... <laughs> no 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 mm. she did not but she was a beautiful bride she is okay. a beautiful girl
2: my so, um, as as a bunch of, I, I, I heard a new phrase the other day: "libertarians." Libertarians, <laughs> <laughs> which might sort of describe me because I'm I, I'm for progressive things and I'm for. um, You're all over the road, Rivers. Well, I'm for uh, loving all people, no matter. I made up with that. That's. To me that's what Jesus wanted, you know. are very Christ-like. Jesus so. didn't say, "Well, you were a prostitute. Get out of here. I cast nope. you to hell." He was hang like, out hey, with "Hookers, hang yeah. out with us. Uh, I yeah. welcome the prostitutes and the thieves. Just don't steal from me." <laughs> I I'm saw you on I see everything. Yes.
1: I saw you on Facebook lobbing some conversational grenades About, earlier this week. Uh, I don't remember. It had something to do with stupidity, as I recall. Stupidity.
2: Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. So there was this uh, meme about, um. It basically said that it was one of those memes about trusting the scientists and not the people who have no idea what right. they're talking right. about. Um, and it said it's the da- most dangerous thing when we stop having experts and believing in the experts because, yeah. you know, uh, each person, whether it be me or this guy who wrote this thing, we have certain skills we're very good at, and. When it comes to everything else, we're not all that educated or or smart about. And so it's good for us to trust the experts. And we're getting into a time now where expert people are are almost mocked as being, you know, elite and superior. And there's this feeling that the average person... And I don't want to single out plumbers, but I'll just say say I'm a plumber. <laughs> yeah, Joe Bag of Donuts. Yeah. And that, and that if I have a feeling in my gut about vaccines, that my feeling is deserves equal weight to, you know, 98% of all scientists who are uh, epidemiologists and know what they're right. doing. And uh, the meme, the point of the, it wasn't a meme, it was a couple of paragraphs. But the point yes. of it was that, hey, you know, hold hold on just a second. You wouldn't want your car repaired by the guy who makes your burrito at Chipotle. <laughs> Unless he was a mechanic <laughs> in a previous by career. By the way, and I wouldn't want my car repairman to make me a burrito. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Cooked on the top of the air cleaner, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's
2: it, it, like we all, we're supposed to be all part of a team, mm. and that gets lost. And and so uh, I added something to that. I'm glad you read it, Zip. That basically said the other thing we shouldn't do, even more dangerous than not trusting the experts, is ridiculing people and calling them stupid yeah. for what they don't know. Because we're all stupid about, like, I'm stupid about brain surgery. I'm stupid <laughs> about... Actually, making a burrito at Chipotle, I could never do it. <laughs> I, think right? I, I think I could do that. <laughs> I mean, we went to Chipotle the other day. It's like a big thrill for us because we're, yeah. you know, we're not in Vermont, and it's like, wow, here we are in Palm Springs. You know, some of the greatest restaurants in the world. It's like, right. I bet they have a Chipotle. I've been wanting a Chipotle. <laughs> you uppity snot. <laughs> oh. So anyway, the point I, I made was that. Um, When you don't, when you see someone and they don't know something, Mm -hmm. if you call them stupid, that never works. No No one ever goes. Like my dad called me stupid when I was young. He was like, "You idiot!" Oh, my dad did. And and I never went. Gosh, thank you for. I had no idea it was an idiot. (laughs) I really need to be whatever you want. No one ever does that. And so, uh, the point I made is, if you do something that never works. It says more about you than the other person you're calling stupid. Right. Right. And some people like that post. And it just causes them to dig in their heels that much harder. That's right. And believe me, being married to Lisa for 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) And you can say this about Jeannie. uh, If you say the wrong thing and she digs in her heels, you go, ouch, that hurt. I didn't really need to do that. Right?
1: Correct. Correct. And then I just, you know, head out to the doghouse and. Yeah. <laughs> a no, no, no. yeah. I actually thought that was a dog that
3: you had. You, that house is for you in the backyard. Yeah. Right <laughs> next to the she shed. Yeah. There you go.
2: you yep. So, all right. Uh, anyway, to me, if you're these politicians that are trying to pass $3 trillion worth of important spending to help the little people and. You go and officiate a wedding of a billionaire heiress in the oil industry. Mm. At the same time, you're saying, global warming, global warming. Um, it's a bad look. I'm not going to call him stupid. I'm just going to say, well,
3: tell me how you thought that would play. How did you think there would be no blowback from this? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, choices.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, you
2: know. and then the other thing is, um, so what if it's a bad look? See, I could disagree with myself five minutes after that. Yeah, it that's, really, that's very good. I like yeah. the way you, you play both sides like that. You're so, a great bunch of guy. Yeah, I'm a great bunch of guy. So what if it's a bad look? If, if it's someone they care about and she wants to wear a, a shattered mirror dress, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but everything's about the look these days. I mean, your Instagram, your Facebook... Do any of us TikTok? I don't TikTok. No, I don't know. Zip, you don't. I that
3: was no, a no. For thing. some
1: reason, though, TikTok has just appeared on my email, or I guess it's a, I guess it's or is it YouTube? or those this are adds- YouTube Shorts? I can't tell anymore. There's a million well, t- different. T-
3: TikTok has made that influence has had that influence on all the other social media platforms. In right, that, you know, right, it's Like short attention span theater now.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, they call them shorts on YouTube, I guess. On YouTube, YouTube shorts, yeah. Boy, don't Google
3: shorts on
2: Google. (laughs) it's crazy. It's crazy that tech companies have so much power. But I love them. I think it's so wonderful that we can all connect, and if we don't kill ourselves, it's like nuclear weapons when they were invented. (laughs) Like, oh, nuclear power is so awesome. Yeah, but we might destroy ourselves and blow the whole planet up. Mm -hmm. But if we don't, dude, we're going to have really cool, cheap power and that's the way it is now with this uh, social technology um, it has the ability uh, here's one of my favorite words I didn't put this on the topic list it has the ability to freak us out um, and you know what the big word for being freaked out is right um, now? it's
3: scroll something
2: no no, no. no for when something happens and it's predictable that it can freak you out it is a verb, actually. You have been triggered. Hm. You familiar with the triggered phrase? It was a
3: horse back in the 50s, wasn't it? No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> a triggered means that, you know, there's one thing that can be said yeah. that um Sense causes you clear. to just get, get it all up in, up in arms and very upset.
1: Yeah. The I wondered. Said. That's interesting. It was in a Saturday Night Live skit this past weekend. Triggered, oh, The word? Yeah. a guy was on the phone with Spectrum Cable. It's a very funny clip. You should watch it. It's just about not being able to get through, and he goes nuts. You're about to trigger me. I'm triggered now, and he right. goes nuts, <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. So
2: um, the term uh, trigger warning has been more common lately. It's used to warn readers of sensitive or graphic contact, uh, content like sexual assault, suicide, so they can right. decide whether they want to read uh, further. Don't watch Narcos. Yeah, but there's other uh, response. There's other like triggering is part of uh, cancel culture. Like if someone sees something that's f- disturbing to them, they want you know they want it to be outlawed and cancel. And I've, I've been I tell you, I hate these terms. I totally hate them because triggered is just annoyed. Why do we need another word for it that sounds like you know shooting a gun? And cancel culture is just you piss someone off and you lose your job.
3: <laughs> now franken knows this
2: you know and, um but i but i'm starting to because i i pay attention to this stuff i'm starting to i'm starting to sort of get it um because it's the each generation learns a new language or creates new um you know uses new words to say things that we used to say differently
3: every generation blames the one <laughs> that's
2: right yes and um, um, and and so these things, you know, they're kind of interesting to me. Um, cancel culture is one. Oh, the other one is woke. Oh yeah, that that one—that's the shelf. Somebody
3: just take that one off the shelf. That yeah, and, yeah, it's start, that's starting to get yeah, it's yellowing. <laughs> it's the getting old. Is yellowing already. <laughs> it's, as... it's kind of sepia toned, like somebody peed on it.
2: <laughs> well, so the um, if you want to be—I mean, I, I do think you good libertarians, uh, liberal or whatever you are. Actually, you're not libertarians, You're just liberals. But I think you should be up on what these words mean to other people, even if you don't agree with them.
3: What is it called, Zip, when somebody defines your political stance for you without uh, provocation? Bob, question. Wow. <laughs> Bob, 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 Bob again.
1: Bob, 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 Bob. Bob, Bob again. Wow, it's <laughs> true.
3: No, no That's to end Good call. That's be it. My friend.
2: Well, I- I'll tell you what it's called. It's called um, prejudice. <laughs> yes, uh, And is. we all have prejudice. We do. We
3: all oh, do we like
2: it. it or not. Yeah.
3: Our breakfast is I, good. Yeah. Yours is bad.
1: I think it's it's attempting to engage because it's it's looking for a fight. It's
2: yeah, you know, so, spoiling for a fight. So we we used to call it stirring the pot, but now it's trolling. Oh, tr- mm. trolling! There yeah. you go.
1: Yeah, I'm hey, used to, now. to say that.
2: ought to light up the phones? Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> and if
2: and if you're a radio talk show host or even a podcaster, if you don't troll, you'll catch nothing zero because people want to be triggered mm-hmm. by what you say and they want to either rally behind you or cancel your cultured ass
3: and in radio there's no drama without <laughs> conflict yes
2: <laughs> but it's fascinating and, and and look we're um we're a uh, tribal species mm-hmm. so we like to line up around other people that we've convinced ourselves think just like us or that they're in some way family and and then there's a tremendous peer pressure to believe whatever they believe so you know if uh for example here's my thought about cancel culture right i do think that uh liberals or whatever that is i don't know anyone who goes
1: proudly i'm a proud liberal
2: oh, they're um, the guys with the blue ties uh, yeah, oh. the blue ties yeah yeah uh, but i do think they um you know are quick to say um oh, the tomahawk chop, you know, we need to stop that or whatever and and I kind of uh, I kind of agree if like you're offending a whole bunch of people by accidents one thing, but if they keep saying ow, 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 <laughs> and you keep doing it, then, you know, that's it's not being kind. They're triggered. Right? So is that cancel culture. But then on the other side of that, if you have, what is it, like 60% of Republicans Mm -hmm. think that um, the election was stolen. So if you have a whole group of people who want to cancel a free and fair election that went to court, you know, 58 times. Right. And and has been certified by every possible way, isn't that just as much canceled? But the other side owns cancel culture. That's their taunt. So it's as if you go into their tribe Mm. And yeah. It's like why Zip can't say the N-word, but if he was a rap artist, he wouldn't make any money if he didn't say it.: Oh yeah, he would. There are, are something.: And by the way, it's a it. funny visual of you, by the way. I just yeah. had, You were, you were ha- wearing a fedora in front of a Cadillac, and you had all these girls <laughs> dancing around.: you, I, dancing.
3: I don't see him throwing down,
2: buff. I, don't I mean, they'd be dope
3: rhymes, but they'd be, like, really dopey rhymes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Dope rhymes. That is dope. So. Oh, man. But it is, it, it, you know, and we're older
2: guys, so, you know, you don't use these in a, um,
1: you know, you, you don't use these words in your normal vocabulary, right? No, I don't. You know what? I, don't you think that the cancel culture absolutely would not exist if it weren't for social media? Um, Social media, to me, is the gasoline that fires the wildfire that gets people canceled. Yeah. You know, well, back in the day of a newspaper editorial, you know, an analog comment. Yeah. You know, L- let me put it this way. In
2: the old days, you used to troll people one person at a time. Mm-hmm. Social media is the dragnet of trolling. Yeah. And you can yell in uppercase. That's right. Mm-hmm.
3: That's right. There's a
1: social media is the digital gallows
3: <laughs> <laughs> torches and pitchforks it really is the villagers
1: i'm gonna guess <laughs> is it, it's stoning it's digital yeah. stoning it stoned. It's stoned. i mean throw stones yeah. you know
3: like a rolling stone
1: um did, did everybody you, must get stoned uh, at one time or another <laughs> um, that's not what they meant <laughs> i know yeah that was the fun kind yeah um I was
2: looking up Triggered just to see if I could get some modern um, takes on how it's used. The Urban Dictionary. The Donald Trump Jr. book comes up. Ah. Did you know he wrote a book?
3: Uh, Yeah, I knew. Well, I knew that it was being ghostwritten. I don't know if he wrote the book.
2: I think I triggered you and you made an assumption there. (laughs) Um, It's called Triggered, How the Left Thrives on Hate Mm -hmm. and Wants to Silence Us. Yeah. And I knew that about you guys. I just Mm. needed him to tell me. You guys (laughs) thrive on hate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is it fair, partially, to say that you'd like to silence Donald Trump Jr.? Uh, Silence or defund? (laughs) We had a not dog that barked a lot call. once and we just made it so... couldn't speak. He's
3: one of those
1: people I choose to not engage with on yeah. any level, if but, possible.
2: What about Matt's, Matt Gates? He's your favorite, right? Uh, Yes, he's... I mean, I don't know him, though. I don't know much about him. But okay. This particular book, um, this is going to help me because it's all the tricks... That the left uses in other words that you and zip use to smear conservatives and push them off the public square uh to accusations of hate speech to uh, shadow banning i don't even know what shadow banning is what is shadow banning hmm when you turn the when you gaslight somebody oh (laughs) the shadow is banned. by the way i've always had trouble with that term can you explain gaslighting to me i i I knew and it's gone
1: Gaslighting it, is, is what it, you what excel in. It? You were gaslighting with those comments on Facebook this week, to a degree. In other words, you're, tr- you're in other attempting words, to so trigger... I'm so good at it, I don't know I'm doing it. No, no, you're <laughs> attempting to trigger someone. That's what okay. gaslighting is. Uh, yeah, what right. about
2: isn't... But again, uh, listen to you uh, pushing me to the extreme... extreme. Gaslighting, I'm looking at the dictionary, is a form of manipulation that occurs in abusive relationships. Do you think we're in an abusive relationship?
1: Don't you think politics is abusive? Oh, my God. Um, It's the WWF of abuse. Yes, but you were accusing me Me. of
2: gaslighting. I'm coming back to me here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rephrase the question, Counselor. Uh, Gaslighting primarily occurs in romantic relationships, but it's not uncommon for it to occur in controlling friendships or among family members and, of course, politics. Uh, Oh, okay. There you go. It's an insidious uh, type of emotional abuse where the bully or the abuser makes the target question their own judgments and reality. So when someone is gaslighting you, they're making you second-guess yourself, your memories, your perceptions— and uh, you may be dazed and wondering if there's something wrong with you. Oh, there's definitely something wrong with me. Right. So, for example, here's start? a gaslighting thing. You're making right. that up. That never happened. Yeah. Fake news. Right. Exactly. Ga- yeah. Fake news is total gaslighting. Right. Uh, lying is the cornerstone of a gaslighter's destructive behavior. Even when you know they're lying, they can be so convincing mm-hmm. that you start to second guess yourself. But that was an old
3: radio approach. Fox too. News. Yeah, <laughs> we used to say, you know, if you tell people you're number one enough
2: times, even if you're right. not, there's a number. I'm, I'm, well, castling <laughs> has always been there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even I, I don't agree with this uh, verywellmind.com website that says it's always abusive uh, because advertising is frequently that. You know, your breath stinks. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> your pits smell. You have been married a while. You are getting wrinkles. uh, You know, it's all gaslighting. Gaslighters spread rumors and gossip. uh, And and back to fake news for just a second. Um, Let's say I was president and I was convinced that there really was fake news. Like that it was a big problem, not just an occasional two or three Pinocchio, um, you know, spin or something. (laughs) Yes. Wouldn't I do something to stop it? Shouldn't we appoint a uh, you know appoint a presidential commission, uh, a, a, a truth and journalism czar? Shouldn't we have um, a bipartisan committee? Shouldn't we? I mean, if it's really a problem, why wouldn't I do something to make it less of a problem? Well, there's a lot of hair on that bear, Bob. A <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of hair on that bear. I mean, I heard an expression today that applies to this. This is no way to run a railroad. Okay, that did not get the laugh I'm sorry, <laughs> I had my mic muted. I had my mic muted, but I was oh, laughing. You did, yeah. No, yeah. you did laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. In, in other words, uh, 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 let's say uh, uh, so. That is gaslighting because it wasn't actually a problem that we were trying to fix. It was a problem we could use to make you question everything and start to second guess. Right.
3: I have a, a quick question. Sure. Do you think I could eat some soup during this show? Because, <laughs>
2: <unless> <laughs> did you, you was just late, get I had in. No you like you, you, were, you joined gave... us right on time and you
3: said you yeah. might be late. And I, I just got out of the parking garage down next to the Fox Theater and in my my own uh about 30 seconds before the show so. right. I, but i would need to know what kind of soup um it's homemade with uh carrots and oh. um who
2: made it? Well,
3: I, it it was a group effort well, <laughs> i cut up the carrots uh, lizzie cooked them oh nice and then i tended to it and added the spices and the, the uh, stock and whatnot
2: is she home right now
3: she is with you mm-hmm. okay. well no she's in the other room eating she's what in the other room eating, but I'm eating
2: here. Yeah. Will she join us at the end of the show and say hi? Uh, she could okay. if I get another set of headphones hooked up, yeah. Oh, i have the technology. Yeah. No, she
3: has earbuds, I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay. But, you know, hers may be the spade connector because Apple always changes
2: them just so they can make money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Uh, uh, and we're not going to go long tonight because Zip has an early, early uh, yes. morning tomorrow. What are you doing tomorrow, Zip?
1: Um I'm actually uh taping an interview uh if I have this correct and it's been kind of a foggy setup uh a couple of um it's a, st- a couple of guys that were active in the civil rights march mm-hmm. back in the day and there's a historian interview it's a two person interview and they're both 45 minutes long but I don't have anybody else helping me so it's a huge so you got to go set up part. what time in the morning uh i gotta be ready to roll at nine which is pretty early i mean i i need to get there about 7 30 oh 7 30 so what time so, does your alarm go off like six No, yeah i'm up by That's i crazy. usually i'm I, yeah i'm awake by seven but usually six hours six o'clock hour you sleep? But it's just that there's there's it's a three camera shoot and it's just me so it's a so it's a three-camera
2: shoot, and it's just you are using two arms and your third leg, your tripod leg.
1: How are you doing? <laughs> no, that? they're all—it's all fixed. So they're be in the okay.
2: Yeah, got it. That's all. Well, you've been known as the human tripod. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yes.
1: All right. Don't gaslight me. Bob. <laughs> um, yeah. Said, so, making you question the
2: size of your own dick. I, I, I <laughs> didn't
1: hey, feel hey, abusive. hey, hey,
2: hey. <laughs> See now. All right. Uh, uh, on to another term I want to talk about today. So I asked you guys if you knew what a SPAC was. You don't.
1: And I did not. Okay. Is it a term, does it relate to politics at all? No. Um, okay. and, and it relates. I thought it was some kind of a, you know, pack, some kind of special interest.
2: No. It's called a special purpose acquisition company. And why I bring it up is uh, I do listen to these billionaires who do a podcast called the All mm-hmm. In Podcast. Yep. And they're all billionaires. And it's fascinating to me to listen to. Uh, first off, I'll I'll never know any billionaires in person. I've known, you know, I've known some fairly rich people. I've known some fairly famous people. I've known, you know, hardcore liberals, hardcore conservatives, pilots, uh, rock stars. You know, it's been it's been a wonderful experience experiencing human beings. So, uh, and I'm fascinated by all of us, uh, except for myself sometimes, but. So this uh, podcast, these guys talk about SPACs all the time, and, um, and it worries me uh, because, first of all, no one
3: knows what they are. Well, I thought it was spanks. Maybe you were feeling self-conscious about your tummy and going to wear,
2: wear a pair. <laughs> now, it's called a special purpose acquisition company. And, and, and by the way, I'm not an expert, so I'm giving you the everyman interpretation. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's a black box where people throw money in without having any idea what it's going to be used for. and um, it's strictly to raise capital so really huge ego billionaire, you know control the world types who entrepreneurial, you know, what's the other word for the super rich oligarchs, whoever, all the glitterati? People, yeah, that they ha- raise a massive ton of money and you who put the money in. You just believe in the management team because there's no prospectus. The company has no commercial operations. It's formed strictly to raise money with an initial public offering for the purpose. And this is the interesting part of acquiring or merging with companies. So a SPAC is also known as a blank check company. They're so popular, and it's been around for decades, by the way, but it's so popular right now because there is a shitload of money out there. I mean, you guys and I, only because I listen to these billionaires talk about it, we don't know that there's a shitload of money out there. I mean, we know that the government printed, I'm um, trying to think of how much, I think it was about $5 trillion to deal with the coronavirus, and then with um, President Biden, they're talking, uh, they did a one point something, uh, was it yeah. 1.7 for further coronavirus relief, and then they're due to one, infrastructure. one yeah. billion infrastructure, and they're working on a 1.75, um, you know, social uh, spending bill and all of that. A- anyway, it's coming up to like $5 trillion for Trump and $5 trillion uh, for for biden if they get it done so we're printing 10 trillion dollars and the um government of the united states is just just rolling the printing presses and there's so much money and the interest rates are so low that wall street's having i mean seriously they're having a party it's It's a rave yeah it's like the, it's, it's, uh, the federal government, uh, in terms of money, it's like distributing Molly to a bunch of uh, drunken 22-year-olds. <laughs> For those that don't know it, Molly is ecstasy and is used to enhance sexual experiences. It's one of those things I, I wish I had lived then because I certainly would know all about it. <laughs> certainly. I mean, I wish, I, I wish it had been around when I was, you know, trying things. Or maybe I don't, but I'm certain I would have done it. Hmm. So anyway, so, uh, s- yes. Go ahead.
1: So for these investors, what's their payback? Do they well, get a piece well, of the uh, acquisition?
2: Yes, it's it's uh, it's. Uh, I mean, you're it's a like a hedge fund, hmm. except that it has no existing business operation, doesn't even have stated targets for acquisition. It's just that I trust these people who are running this back. So and, yeah. and the hedge funds are a lot like that
3: here's here's our money as long as the returns are beating yeah. everything else alive well kick ass do what and, you, yes do what you like
2: and because it. of uh, the the stock market has been on an incredible tear for the last five years i mean you gotta whatever you think of trump it was certainly a good time to invest and um and it's still a good time The biden year is fantastic this first year so and by, and by the way, I'm not one of those people that, you know, points to a $4 gas and says, Biden did that. Uh, supply and demand. We had a pandemic. There was no, you know, there was no demand and tons of supply. The gas prices went down. Now everybody who was cooped up is trying to drive and the prices of everything are going up. And you think that's why? Yes. It's supply and okay. demand. And okay. All of this is supply and demand. Uh You've heard of supply and demand, right? Yes, I have. But I've also (laughs) heard. (laughs) Be nice. No, but here's the thing. Because you are being, um, what's the word? Brainwashed. No, 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 no. The word for making you doubt your own knowledge. Because you were being gaslit by the media every day. Mm -hmm. Remember, the media is now owned. Oh, I know. By freaking Jeff Bezos. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're being gaslit. Oh, my wife is bringing me in some uh, carrot, coconut cake. Mm. Thank you, honey.
3: Thank you, Give, the super here, give me a kiss carrots. on the
2: podcast. Do you want some ice cream? I want a lot of ice cream. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that right now. I'm doing this. All right. I'll come get you when I'm done. And by that, he means, yeah. Yeah. So why do I bring up the SPACs? Because I know you guys don't care about spacs. You care more. No, about I Spanx do. Spacs than Spanx. I think that that is rife with risk. Okay. Who, what high-profile media personality just launched a huge spac?
0: Hmm.
2: Have to be somebody awfully high-profile. I apologize for not sending you these articles to read ahead of time. <laughs> quite, quite all right. A blank check spac was just launched by Donald Trump a couple weeks ago. Ah okay. Oh boy. Yes. Trump's bid to fold Trump media and technology into a SPAC called Digital World Acquisition Corp. Mm-hmm. is off to a rousing start. Okay. They plan to launch here's their mission. To launch a non woke streaming service Oh, boy. And a social network called Truth Social. Now, uh, their plans uh, were written on Sharpie on an old weather map that (laughs) used to have hurricanes on it. (laughs) Thank you for getting that. And and by the way, you don't need much of a plan because it's a SPAC. Right. And very unregulated. Yes. Um, Trump's new company, the SPAC... Remember, people were always like when he was president saying, oh, he's losing money. He's not really even a billionaire and blah, blah, blah. His SPAC, which has no real product, as of the writing of this article on October 22nd, was valued at $9 billion. According to what source? Uh, well, it's basically at a hundred dollars a share. The number of shares. It's. It, I mean, this is all. It. it it's somewhat regulated. It's yeah. Uh, with the Securities and Exchange Commission, mm-hmm. it's monitoring these spacs. I was going to say, the and the SEC uh, is is okay with this. Uh, well, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. They say that Trump is a challenge to the SEC because he's erratic and they don't know, um, you know, what he's going to do with it, and that he's a poison pill. I don't know what a poison pill means. Uh, But basically, this gives him uh, more—and by the way, it's good news, I think, uh, because he could make a lot more money not running for president. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with $9 billion, Mm -hmm. he can launch the competitor to Facebook. Ah. With $9 billion, he can do whatever the Trump he wants to do. And, uh, and I'm, I'm borrowing a little of the commentary I heard on my Billionaire Friends podcast. Basically, what gave him the opportunity to do this? Mm-hmm. Being thrown off Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. That's, that's death to a guy like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, watch out for that. It's a SPAC, which means with $9 billion, Donald Trump's SPAC can buy other struggling, fledgling social network companies. In mm-hmm. other words, they can, they can just acquire. Like a corporate raider. What they need. And, and by the way, he doesn't have to do anything except for stand there and hold his toupee from blowing off the top of his head. He doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> I don't think it's a <laughs> um, He is, um, you know, he is, to these kinds of billionaire SPAC people, you know what the um, drunk virgin prom queen is <laughs> to the captain of the football team. Yes, it's a terrible analogy, and I, I do apologize. For wow, it. that went to a very dark place. But the point, but the point, <laughs> the point I'm making is: yes, he's. Uh, would you say he's more famous than Elvis? Hmm. Well, Hit. yeah, I mean, mm. just
3: be, because of the sheer pervasiveness of yes. the n- number of networks now and the number of eyeballs, and there's more people now. Is there anybody and better at, at
2: gaslighting and trolling and triggering the media to make no. himself more famous no, in his not, Go ahead. I say. think Zip's a close second. No, no. Yeah. You had a thought, no, no. and I interrupted it. I stepped over. No,
1: no, I was just going to say, Elvis was just an entertainer. This guy's on the world stage. You know what mm. I mean? That's right.
2: Um, one of the speaking, yeah, one of the biggest media f- figures of all time. I mean, Genghis Khan no is question. rolling over in his grave. How oh, do <laughs> I get any respect?
0: <laughs>
1: I can see him holding forth like at the Colosseum in Rome in his day. I mean, mm. he'd be perfect. Anyway, oh, the yeah. liberal target media Heston.
2: is is literally not <laughs> reporting. I mean, you guys, you you you. Uh, who are these you guys you keep
1: referring to like
2: ed and myself my uh, nancy pelosi fans um (laughs) i'm trolling you i'm trying to trigger you Mm -hmm. no but you guys so here's the thing like what's being reported on in the news right now i don't know just usual bullshit and and meanwhile here comes a new nine billion dollar tsunami tsunami and Mm. Uh, there's an argument against. Uh, there was an argument against banning Trump from Facebook and Twitter, is that it, it's free speech, uh, and, and lying is a form of free speech. Like mm-hmm. um, it or don't you? Uh, you actually made him more powerful, possibly, because he can. He, he here he is. This he's an undeveloped property. You know, and we
3: put and we put bolts in his neck.
2: <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh and uh, and i you know i mean i find fake news annoying and i find the the spin but it, you know it's been that way there's nothing new about it it's Both just that sides we, are guilty. we've developed stronger weapons that um we've developed dragnets where we used to have to bait each hook with a worm mm-hmm. um, they're just bigger more powerful but human nature is the same so um Watch out for that. He could have his own cable news network. He could oh he could take on Fox. He could, uh, and he could have his own you know Twitterverse and his own Facebook. And why shouldn't he? Isn't that what you believe in? Zip. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Do the you believe in freedom or are
1: you one of those uh, <laughs> trigger I thought, elites? I Rush was dead. You know, <laughs> I think, don't you think it's important? It, 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 the whole concept of democracy is based on the honor system, is it not, to some degree? Hmm. Wow. Accountability to some degree, doing the right thing to some degree. Gosh, you're speaking stuff I haven't heard in so long. It's really
3: refreshing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you know, you know what? Um, uh, I've heard it put another way that um, the
1: the moral compass used to point to magnetic north, and I think that's it's completely. I I think what you're trying
2: to say is that, um, but I've heard it said a different way. And see if you try this on and like it. Civilization is based on shared trust and being civil. And facts that, w- that we all agree on. And so the less we trust each other and the less we agree on what the facts are, the harder it is to cobble together something called civilization. I, I don't like the term democracy because we're a democratic republic. We vote for representatives. You know, it's not just a... I mean, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be fun if it were a true uh, <laughs> democracy where every day you'd get up on... Uh, on your computer and you'd vote on all the bills <laughs> <laughs> who's got time to read those representatives. damn things. Well, yeah well, <laughs> they that's... would count on that by the way they would, <laughs> yeah. it would encourage uh, the stupid people uh, <laughs> to go along with whatever um, so yeah okay anyway. that's my rant on do you feel um, better about well I just I have all these terms swirling around in my head and uh-huh. I'm like yeah, gosh I'm trying to take a vacation. All the stuff that's <laughs> happening and, and really kind of, because <laughs> of all the social media and because of all the memes, mm-hmm. no one really sees the big picture. And, and we used to be able to read a paper or watch an evening news and they'd say, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's, the, here's the big picture of the important stuff going on. And they didn't do a good job of it, but they boiled it down. And now they're all looking at like, how are we going to get more retweets? <laughs> yeah. We have to show Nancy Pelosi next to the Getty chick with that uh, broken mirror dress. Yeah. And that's not even the crazy one. What's the crazy one? Uh, let's see. Uh, let see what else I have here. Oh, there's a little sad rock and roll news. COVID is surging in high vaccination states uh, because the high vaccination states like Vermont got vaccinated early. And people are now trying to catch up with booster shots. Ah, you've had yours, right? Uh, I've had three. Okay. And I will uh, consider a fourth six months after my third. What about Zip? Because I'm, I'm about to book my okay, third. Okay, Zip. I, did you get it finally? You asking me? No, <laughs>
1: the other Zip.
0: <laughs>
1: and the other Zip. <laughs> I'm, checking. I'm checking. Stand by.
2: He must have gotten it because he's teasing us now. He's gaslighting us.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Hold it. What am I looking for?
2: I missed it entirely. I'm looking for the hole in your arm. Did you get your booster shot? <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah. Not yet. Cue it up. No, I have. it. I did almost stop in. I almost had I did almost stop in. <laughs> so
3: good. I gave it I, some thought. It's mm. like being almost pregnant. I Come by. on. Did, you, I, did I, you, I was no, a no, block from did Walgreens. Did you put
2: on the phone. condom? Well, I drove by the drugstore, and I thought about <laughs> picking one up.
1: Meh, uh, meh. Uh, are, sh- are you sure Moderna <laughs> is clear for that?
2: You asked they me weeks a- ago. Yes, you're—how You're. Right, you're um, yeah. how old are you? You're over 65, right?
1: Uh, college, uh,
2: all right, you don't have to answer that.
1: I'm looking <laughs> anyway— uh,
2: so that's the weird thing to me. I love Zip, and he's you know he's a good liberal, but <laughs> it wouldn't occur to him that uh, I should probably do that. Uh, okay. yeah. But he's he is in the uh, the age bracket where mm. you know it's a really really good idea.
1: It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Hey, Zip. I guess, yes. Are you
2: wandering off? Do we need to get you one of those
1: uh,
3: life alert buttons? (laughs) Yeah. Stop. He's falling off the broadcast and he can't get up.
1: (laughs) jeez. I'm sorry. I'm trolling you. I'm uh, gaslighting you. I'm doing all that. I am going to get the booster shot. I am. I am. All right.
2: Promise? Would you like that engraved on a tombstone just (laughs) in case? (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Getting ugly in here. I have one more uh, ugly topic that I'd like Mm -hmm. to bring up today. right. I teased it. Inflation. Everybody knows what inflation is. Of
1: course you do. I'll let you take a zip. Inflation, well, it's the... Basically, it's the unbalancing of whatever the value of what we consider to be the, you know, monetary standard anchor.
2: Mm. Correct. That's a weird way to say prices are going up.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <But> it's. <laughs> I know he's val, wants-
1: valuing whatever you know how, whatever Devaluer. price you're, yeah, yeah devaluing. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Or, uh, so there's yes.
2: a cost of of goods, and over time. Yes. Um, the cost of goods always goes up with the price of gas. With the price of well, well, inflation is a. It's actually a helpful phenomenon.
3: It's a. It's a level. It's a, a playing field leveler. Is it not yeah. of Let, sorts?
2: Well, uh, it's many many things. But let's put it. Let's just take one thing at a time. Hmm. If I borrow a thousand dollars, and. Um, I have to pay that back but inflation causes my house value my wages my um, holdings my stocks because things go up with inflation people who uh, if you don't have anything it sort of hurts you and if you don't have anything invested you, you don't have anything anyway right but if you're reasonably well off um when inflation happens, it's a supply and demand thing. Prices are going up and that can be good for those of you who are selling stuff or invested in stuff. But for those who don't get a raise, for those who just go to the store and milk, bread, eggs, gasoline, Gasoline. Mm -hmm. rent, all those things go up, then your uh, power of your dollar is reduced, the ability to purchase stuff. Um, And and the word inflation means a sustained increase in prices of goods and services within a a period. Inflation can signify a struggling economy or a prospering economy. So it's a double-edged sword. Because it erodes the value of cash, It actually encourages consumers to spend and stock up on things Hmm. that are slower to lose value.
3: But does it not also raise wages for the average worker? Uh,
2: Here's the thing. If it's even across the board, that's one thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you don't have any negotiating power, remember job wages. You ever uh, see that? um, Who was the guy who taught negotiating classes? It was a famous guy, and there would be ads for him in (laughs) the the magazines. The art of the deal. Are you talking? No, it was different. It was a different guy. It was Tony Robbins, I think. Tony Robbins, and he said, "You don't. um, You don't. When you're negotiating your salary, you don't get uh, what you deserve. You get what you negotiate." Right. Based on your leverage, supply right. and demand. Right, and because most of us have right. don't have a perceived self worth, we're afraid. <laughs> right. we're afraid to ask for That's what we want. Very we're true. Right. Yes. Very true. And so when, uh, and when inflation starts happening, it actually lowers the cost of borrowing in a weird way. But then uh, the way to kill inflation is to raise interest rates. Interest rates, right? But here's the problem with raising interest rates: it causes a recession and it kills it the stock things down. Yeah and we if there's one thing that's bipartisan these days is that we print money and we want to keep the stock market floating because it's all the rich people who you know
1: own this country and buy the politicians you mean on the upside of the teeter-tatter yes the right. american teeter-tatter yes <laughs> right.
2: so um here's what happened we had a pandemic which disrupted supply chains and when the supply chains got disrupted, scarcity caused people to raise prices. The first, one of the first things was lumber. Remember lumber? Yep. It was crazy. Like it went up by like four, 500%. That's why they're 3D printing houses now. Right. But here's the thing, everyone was stuck home and they wanted to build a deck. Right, That's true. <laughs> so, gonna build me a mountain from a little hill. And part of it is a is a um, part of it is a um, a mob mentality. If you get used to things going up, and you expect them to going up, then your resistance to paying more goes down. So it's a self fulfilling uh, prophecy. Yeah, it's really it's really a. Uh, and when we started like noticing it, I was six or eight months ago, and the, and the Fed was going, uh, "This is just transitory. This is all going to wash out really soon." <laughs> I remember, I remember talking to my, uh, you know, we have a guy, mm-hmm. and I remember saying, uh, "This sounds like bullshit to me," <laughs> uh, because it's going to be a long time before things return to normal. Right. And he went, "Yeah, probably." Um, so that's what we're in. I mean, if- what arc did he predict? Five, seven three ten years yeah, he's a smart guy so he says you can't t- predict didn't. the future it's, yeah. i hate it when he says that he says yeah. it all the time <laughs> what's gonna happen you know can't predict the future so
1: could Past we Last performance is no indication That's of right. future yet.
2: yeah every disclaimer um it's like someone selling i'm sorry there's nothing i can do with you uh nothing i can do about your your condition or your problem and here's your bill <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way yeah. it goes so it is, um, but uh, do you guys have an idea how high inflation it is right now? Oh
3: uh, man, is, it's double, di- is it
2: double digits yet? No, I <laughs> love oh, this, it's so cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute, Ed. Yeah, I thank you. No, but it was, I mean, <laughs> this is like seriously, it's reminds me of that in a cartoon where Bugs Bunny and Davy Duck and and I think it's, Porky Pig are even sitting even in a tra- pot of water, and the cannibals are <laughs> pouring water and slicing carrots <laughs> yes. and putting it in, they're building a fire underneath. and. Bugs is going. This is nice and warm. I like this bath. You know, yeah. that's what inflation is like. Um, I believe the most recent month was somewhere around five. Uh, for the year, it's going to be like five or six percent, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. I okay. don't have this. Uh, I don't. I don't deal in facts. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deal in reality. <laughs> well, well, because uh, uh, here's the thing about facts <laughs> yes. and statistics. And even effect. if they're honest and accurate. Mm -hmm. they're changing constantly. There's always variables, yes. Yeah, so it's really more about the, you know, how are we doing? What is the forecast? What's the, you know, what's the seven-day average? What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Yeah. Um, And so the weird thing about inflation, and I recommend you read a little about it because I'm sure that's going to – cut into your tiktok time but it's really interesting <laughs> oh, there's, man. A, there's a podcast tiktok time
3: <laughs> tiktok time
1: what are they putting in the water there in palm yeah, springs I gonna,
3: I <laughs> wonder,
2: it must be the air that's polluted or something so here's here's what's happening prices are going way way up and what ha- tends to happen to people your 401ks and stuff is they tend to keep up with inflation but they don't tend to necessarily grow faster than inflation so uh, and if they don't keep up with inflation the your actual value push. goes down yeah it's a push right it's a push for some people uh but um and it's going to be around for a while um prices for homes have gone up like what 30 40 percent in the last year and a half oh i heard it was higher than that it depends <laughs> where you are yeah you know? yeah it does um in palm I springs know. it's crazy oh yeah i remember like it... seven or eight years ago we were here and I thought, well, it'd be nice to have if it's so far away. But it'd be right. nice to have a little condo here. And it was like, oh yeah, I can pick them up for, you know, a couple bucks. <laughs> <laughs> couple bucks. I can't talk like those billionaires. They're so freaking rich, by the way. That yeah. They, you know, they yeah. talk about they talk about meeting at one of the guys has a villa in Italy. Let's meet in mm-hmm. Italy and have a poker yeah. game. Yeah. But um, but now the prices are just astronomical. Um, and it's crazy. Zip, your house is worth a lot now.
1: It's marginally increased. You come on. So, you, z- you do the Zillow's estimate. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's not accurate, though. It really isn't. It's not accurate. No, <laughs> you're right. It's too low. <laughs> <Does> it, <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends.
2: It seem- um, it, it's it's based on an algorithm, and it's a, it's a decent starting place. Um, so you never look at it?
1: Hey, every once in a while, yeah. yeah.
2: And you got your little uh chalet in Florida, right?
1: <laughs> what 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 do you think? that's my place in Florida. I only Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I,
2: I, one of them's yeah. genies, one of them's yours. I don't right. wanna I didn't yes. want to give away too much of your personal information. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh big hat and old cattle, huh? <laughs> well no, but what I'm saying is, come on, be honest. Yeah. You look on, you know, Redfin or Zillow and look yeah. at what they yeah, estimate it was. Yes, yes. Right no, after I didn't get my there. third shot of the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The no. value is the state. And, and, and here's I'm the thing: I'm not complaining. Does yeah. it make you feel good when it goes
1: up? Of course, of course. Yeah.
2: Except it's... that if you ever sold it, everything else went up. That's true. I,
1: you I just, to... uh, you know, for us old folks, there's a <laughs> I think five uh, percent and change cost of living bump. Or social security. Oh
3: yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Zippel, yes. what you need is a reverse mortgage. Think about that's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The actuarial yeah. tables do come into play <laughs> eventually.
1: How much do you think they pay Tom Selleck to do
3: that? Spotlight? I don't know. I just I'm that's the last curious. guy. I thought Probably that would sell inflation t- no, topic must okay. have been really no. boring.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to look Not up Tom Selleck net worth?
1: Oh, I'm, he's. Yeah, he's fine. a producer he's too. Still, but it? he works. He works oh, yeah. a lot. What do you Hard. guess
2: his net worth is? I've got it in front of me.
1: Uh, total to- net worth. Uh, what do you take a guess at?
3: Oh, uh, uh, let's say a hundred and
2: fifty mil. Oh
3: my. Nine. Really, really? More, more
1: like 70ish? No,
2: remember he was a baseball player back in the minor leagues when they didn't pay the people as much. <laughs> yeah, but he was also on Magnum PI and I think the that's residuals right. from that are So pretty he's high. on the show Blue Bloods, right? Yes. Yep. Which is still, he yeah. He makes 200,000 per episode, that's public wow, knowledge. Geez. Okay. About 5 million bucks a season is his pay. <laughs> his net worth is only 45 million. That's it? Yeah, maybe he's been divorced.
3: Ah. That would do it. I don't know if he has or not. Mm. Has he? I don't know. I can look it up, but
1: I, I think he's he's had a pretty sedate marital situation. He's
2: an avid outdoorsman and shooter, and he's an outspoken member of the NRA. Yeah. Your buddy? Yes. He, uh,
1: he, <laughs> he has an avocado farm or something. Is that right? Yeah.
2: Mm. He purchased a home in Hawaii in 1993. Mm. Lived in it for many years with his wife and daughter. Well, sold it. in the series. Sold right. it in 2001. Mm-hmm. That might have been when he did the avocados. Ah. Uh, has a ranch in Ventura, California, worth $5 million. Mm. He does farm work on the ranch to keep himself sane. <laughs> However, when you say farm, mm-hmm. you don't often think of his heliport, tennis courts, swimming pools, golf course movie stars <laughs> 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 well beverly hillbillies yeah it doesn't say about anything about avocados but well that's yeah, their goal like now it. i mean they're right. over a buck a piece it's like if you get six and you i'm pretty, pretty sure everyone ten. who would listen to our show would know who tom Selleck is because i don't think we have any younger listeners but
3: <laughs> i'm sure a few.
2: um A sad uh, since we're on the topic of being old at the end of the podcast a sad <laughs> uh passing in rock and roll uh, the moody blues drummer, Graham Edge, oh. has passed away at 80. Wow. And um, one of my favorite interviews I ever did was with Graham Edge. Really? Why? What made it? Um, He was... Uh, he was... Uh, he, uh, you, like, when you interview rock stars, sometimes mm-hmm. it's tense. Like, you, you know, you don't want to say anything that offends them. They're, you know, they're artists and they're really touchy. They can and, be temperamental, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes, you know, it's all they want to do is plug the new record that nobody cares right. about. Right. And, but Graham Edge wasn't like that. He came on and goes,
4: "Oh, am Graham Edge, how are you?
2: And then we are like, oh, good, man, what's it like to be in the movie business? It's a
4: blast.
2: And he, he said, what are the greatest quotes? And I'll just paraphrase it, but he was okay. like, I said, well, are you enjoying life? He goes, of course I'm enjoying life. I live in a castle. I've got a woman half my age and I'm bloody rich. And, and I think he even said that I've got six million bucks in the bank. And he was like, eh, 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 and I was just like, this is so charming.
3: Well, it's forthcoming, isn't it?
1: Yes. <laughs> um, now. Well, now- not about now- those I- British guys with the, the younger g- girls? They always were. You think that's a British thing? That. Yeah. Hmm. I think, mm. yeah. I am Scottish, after all. I wasn't really
2: gen- The minute I said that,
3: I saw yeah. Ed's
1: going to think Thanks. I'm taking. it. Yeah. How about out.
2: these Canadian uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people climbing the removed. wall in here yes. from Canada? <laughs> all right. Uh, before we ask Lizzie to come and say hi, um, mm-hmm. I did look up Graham Edge's net worth on passing. Did you? Sixteen million unspent. And we interviewed him like maybe 20 years ago, and he said he was worth six million. And I, I I don't I know it's really tacky of me materialistic, but it makes me happy for him. He got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2018. He had three more years, and if uh, he was 80 and the wife was half his age, she was still hot at 40. <laughs> Many are Bob. <laughs> just saying i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not being materialistic about it no i'm happy very happy and did he have a family did he have kids um i didn't look up i did, didn't look up that his he knew up? <laughs> i just <laughs> looked up the net worth thing yes. um uh, sure he would he would like that we're talking about him he had a wonderful ride he huh? got to live in a castle yeah they're,
3: they're i hear they're a little expensive to keep what's that I hear they're a little <laughs> yeah. expensive to keep uh, the castles if, I know the, the Downton Abbey uh, castle they 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 open it up for tourists because it takes it's a million dollars a year to maintain the joint mm. yeah uh let's go see. ahead honey you can go in the booth I'm setting her into the big Telefunken right uh he,
2: July he was diagnosed with cancer mm. so and there done, done that got that shirt hated it wow, yeah. wow. July to November
1: Oh, oh, that's fast. That is
2: nothing here at all about his love life. Mm. I think they felt it best to leave the Girl Scouts out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no know. No cookie jokes, please. A terrible thing to say. That was a
3: terrible thing. And, and mixed company. Yeah. Right. Shame on you. Speaking of Girl Scouts, is Lizzie anywhere near? She is. Lizzie, are you on mic? she's high she's very shy you know she has
2: anxiety well she's right? shy in the beginning but then yeah. she was talking up a storm when once yeah, we she, yeah, when she realized honey. we don't bite <laughs> at much. least not hard say hi honey
5: well hello good evening uh could she hey. get closer to
3: the microphone yeah a, wonderful the mic a little voice. honey oh you're,
5: well, well it's about eight inches higher than yeah. i'm standing yeah i know I'll, That's
3: let me true. that Ho- hold on a minute i'll play uh i'll play a uh, roadie <laughs> Alright,
2: move the mic so she can yeah. say hi.
3: And then I, I, I've got to bring it down. The boom's right. got to come towards this wall. The boom's wall. got to come, the boom's down got to come this way, and she's got to move and turn, turn about, love. Turn it down. Turn, turn it, turn about, turn ah. about, love. There you go. Talk, speak, do that's do a hand, hand span and speak into the flat part right here. There you go.
2: Hey, Same Lizzie, about. how you doing? did you hear us?
3: really
5: well. How are you?
2: Good. She's not speaking into the microphone. Are you yet. hearing through that? Ed, Apple? you you do this for a living, can Oh you? I
3: know, but this clutch is all fucking. This clutch on the on the, on the air, Watch, I don't hit you in the head with the mic. It's the thing weighs 30 pounds. It sounds like w- Graham
2: Edge right now. He's well, as happy you've as Graham. Well,
3: got me. I heard somebody doing a bed toilet. I thought I'd throw in a good one.
2: Okay. <laughs> Believe
5: it or not, I'm right next to the microphone.
3: Yes, but she does not project a Maybe lot of.
5: Oh, she's not projecting. Not that's why.
2: Okay. Yes, she's not. She's very shy. Okay, well, anyways, it was really nice to meet you when you came out uh, for, um, what did you come out for?
3: <laughs> A show.
2: It was my birthday, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, no, no it was Jonathan Edwards. That's right.
3: No, I came out for your birthday, and she came out for the John, Jonathan Edwards show. Yeah,
2: it was really nice to meet you, and I, I love the fact that you um, are in the cannabis industry, uh, but not you're not one of those um, bud tenders that you know basically um, wears dreadlocks and Dresses in hippie clothes and, <laughs> and t- tells people which tincture they should buy. You actually work in the cultivation, right? I do. Yeah. And is that, uh, um, give me some idea without telling me too much, how big, like I've seen, I've been to nurseries and some of them are like an acre or two on, inside of a building with, uh, very, um, Advanced technology as far as irrigation and fertilization and watering and all automated. Is this that sort of a thing?
5: Yes. Uh, we do have over 4,000 plants in one warehouse, which is two and a half acres. 12,000 plants, two and a half acres, oh, I'm picturing 4, it.
2: How many? Four, 000. 4 000. <laughs> um i <deaf, laughs> that
5: okay. i do tend to myself and i do mix the synthetic and organic fer- fertilizers myself right which is more inexpensive than having to go through a high supply chain and not knowing what you are throwing oh, into okay. your matter
3: and she means high supply chain man. right
2: <laughs> so um so basically um your, uh, they're cage-free pot plants, um, uh, and, and they're treated with respect up until they get cut down, right?
5: <laughs> with the highest respect, of course.
2: Absolutely. And do you trim? Like- oh, I
5: do, and that's okay. what we have been doing all week. I did work today as well. Okay.
2: And you got some clippers, and you remove all the fan leaves. I know a little bit about this. I've, I've got YouTube at home, so I feel pretty Oh, the pretty-
5: fan leaves? Uh, the stems, seeds, and sometimes we throw them through a tumbler. Um, if right. everything isn't done by hand, but it takes—it's very tedious work. So, yeah. it's a not a one-man ban unless you, yeah. of course, have fifty hands. Right. Now, some <laughs>
2: jobs, um, some jobs—you know—you can't help but bring it home with you. I, I mean, I had a friend who worked on a <laughs> fishing boat, and every time he came home, he'd be like,
4: "Oh, you better get in the shower. You smell like fish."
2: Um, <laughs>
5: Well, first you must
2: clean the fish. <laughs> first you have to clean the fish. Yes, yes, yes. But cool. um, uh, you know, do you um, do you smell like uh, you've been uh, around skunks all day when you get home, or is it no, terribly? Does it, it does. Okay.
5: I'm afraid to get pulled over over state lines.
2: <laughs> and is this what attracted Ed to you? Because I know.
5: <laughs> I, I hope I didn't smell of. Uh, no. anything okay. Such right. as.
2: Anyway, we thank you. We met
5: in a coffee
3: shop.
2: Yes, we did meet at a coffee oh, shop. you did so. meet. Was it Starbucks? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Classy. Uh, he smelled your sweater from halfway across the room. <laughs>
0: All
2: right. Lizzie, we got to get you your own microphone because Ed, Ed yeah. and you are t- entirely different levels. But thanks for saying hi. And you, you hear us enough now. You're not freaked out about coming on the podcast, right?
5: No. It was a pleasure speaking. Uh. And again, it was a... Tremendous pleasure to meet you and Zip and your wife as well.
2: Nice. Lisa enjoyed your company too. All right, They headed off, those two. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did. All right, be well. Uh, I think that's, I'm trying to see if there's any other stories we did not get to today. Um, Gene Simmons desc- decries anti-vaxxers as evil people is actually a news story. Huh. And um, and he's doing it in full makeup with his tongue stuck out, which is. I think, <laughs> and poor Paul Stanley lost his dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Kiss bassist was a guest on Talk Shop Live, promoting deluxe versions of his band's 45th anniversary edition. Oh, this guy's <laughs> guy such a marketer. Oh, oh absolutely. Um, and then he was also talking about their recent Kiss cruise. I guess they're going on cruises.
3: Yeah, well, from what I hear, the ticket sales were not doing that well for their final
2: tour. Uh, Anyway, Simmons said it was a terrific time. Unfortunately, our European friends and other friends around the world, I prefer friends to fans, couldn't come as easily on the cruise because you had to have been vaccinated. Hmm. And so he started a diatribe against anti-vaxxers. He said, I don't care about your political beliefs. You are not allowed to infect anybody just because you think you've got rights that are delusional You don't have the right to go through a red light Actually the government has the right to tell you to stop You have to put on a seatbelt If they tell you you can't smoke in a building You can't smoke in a building And that's not because they want to take away your rights That's because the rest of us hate it We don't want to smell your smoke We don't want to catch your disease I don't want to risk my life Just because you want to go through a red light
3: I want him and Nuge to do a cage match And I want to see, be there And be the ring announcer for it
2: yeah. Ted Nugent versus Gene oh, Simmons. That would be actually a wonderful uh, rock'em sock'em robots. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're about the same age, right? He said, "For those of you who don't believe, yes, uh, for those of you who don't believe this is real, over five million human beings have died from COVID." I know there are flat Earth society people who believe in all sorts of things who say they died because they were fat or because they smoked. No, bitch. <laughs> this might explain the poorest
3: ticket sales. They died
2: because they got COVID, and there's still a lot of people who don't believe that. And you have to find out who those people are. I don't care if you play football or not. Right? He said, "Stay away from evil people who don't care about your health." I like it. Yeah, I like it. Well, yeah. uh, this is
3: a red state, right? Because I went to see John. We went to see John Lovitz um, Sunday night, right, honey? And then uh, you know when he when he he said uh, Trump, and there was there was cheers from the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, we we went to see Bill Burr tonight, and he played both sides of the street and, you know, caught flack
2: for it. And it's a tough time to be a comic, but Andrew knows that. Oh, you know. yeah. Or a musician. Or how about that rapper um, who, um, you know, all those people died at his concert. Right. We don't need oh to my talk God. about that. Eight. How many? What was the total? The, fun, uh, the uh, final Another one? one has passed away. It's now, oh, no. it's now nine. And he's being when, sued, by the way. They may... yeah. Um, I mean, they'd like to um, sue him for every dime. Uh, lawyer, a team of lawyers. Yeah, uh, 150 plaintiffs threatened to take him for billions. Travis Scott faces ruin. You think it's his fault? Well, no, I think it's festival seating is stupid. So the the company that ran this is Live Nation. Yes, and they, I think they're the ones that are culpable here. Yeah. How about you, Zippy? You've been very, very vocal about this. I want to <laughs> make sure we didn't drown you
1: out. No, I was just trying to attend to a few things, Bob. They're, they're it's not coming like he's they're talking not talking to me, again. and I've got to send out some Christmas cards. Uh, I think, well, I mean, didn't you, if you saw the footage of that thing, even early on, they were storming the gates in yeah. the daytime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was destined. For Look, uh, crowd control to me is the concert promoter,
2: and that's Live Nation. Yeah and um the artist on stage you know but well, he was he was trying to warn them he was calling it from the stage yeah he, he could see that the people were in trouble i mean yes he had a history of getting his crowds rowdy but um yeah honestly uh, i mean what do i know I, I if there's a trial i'll hear more facts but well they've chummed the waters for the lawyers that's for sure oh, <laughs> yeah. but lawyers you know the sharks will never attack lawyers uh, Anyway, that's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week at our regular day, and uh, we have some uh, potential guests coming. I think Spike will be back. We're also going to have my friend Donovan, the airplane pilot who ditched his plane and told the most fascinating story. uh, Harrowing story. uh, And he's an old friend of our radio show, so um, I'm not sure what we'll talk about with him, but it'll be fun. Uh, so that's going to do it for us today. Thank you to all of our Patreon fans. Go to Bob Rivers. Uh, sorry, patreon.com slash Bob Rivers. If you'd like to throw uh, eight bucks in our tip jar a month, that would be much appreciated. That's you, Lizzie. Yeah. And um, Lizzie is on. She's a, she's she's a, a Patreon. God bless her. God <laughs> yeah. bless Lizzie. One of the early ones. Yeah. Right. God bless you all. Thanks a lot for listening. Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly. Sayonara. <laughs>
1: Okay now, here's a little number we used to do when we were out on the road with the big band. Maybe you remember this one.
3: I used to wander on the face of this earth meeting
1: so many people who we would try, try to be free Hey, but now I'm here every Tuesday through Sunday night Two shows nightly, meeting all you nice people, yeah! And, and now we've found, found the key
0: And if you want the winds of change to blow about you Then hey, you better tip your waitresses, you know what I'm saying, yeah? I think you do. Don't tell me
1: he's just a singer singer and a holiday in Yeah! Yeah. Have a big hand for Charlie at guitar. He's working overtime for ya. And my lovely wife Candy on background vocals. Jesus, sweetheart. Alright, we want to thank you. We're here again every Tuesday through Sunday, two shows nightly. We are the Moody Two.
2: Rolling Stone says the Moody Blues are still the Sistine Chapel of popular music. One of the world's most successful rock and roll bands. Back on the road this summer, and it's a pleasure to welcome back their drummer. The Moody Blues have sold tens of millions of records. They've performed in front of hundreds of millions of fans. And Graham Edge has been there for every bit of it. Graham Edge, welcome back to the Bob Rivers Show. How are you, sir?
4: I'm great, Bob, and that was an introduction. That was, I loved it. Yeah, well, I can... Uh, uh, I, I Chapel, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the Rolling Stones said that. With his fingers sticking out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: I can send you this if you like the introduction uh well no if it's if it's from rolling stone it might, yeah, it, it might explode
2: yeah yeah oh that was I've just that quote of the rest of that was written by one of your biggest fans downtown joe bryant who sits to oh, my
4: right big fan mr edge and i love to see you guys play live i can't wait to have you back again i love it that's a great uh great gig St. michael and good wine as well mm. i love playing it because we come away from there with uh you know, like 24 bottles of wine on the bus, which is will last us over two days.
2: So I'm guessing you're not one of them teetotaling rock stars.
4: Oh no, no, no! I I don't really do spirits anymore, but I do enjoy a good wine.
2: Good glass of wine, you bet you do. Yeah. All right, so
4: uh, I mean, to drink a glass of wine for your heart's sake. It's good for your heart. Absolutely.
2: Beans and uh and now how how is how is life uh, last time we spoke to you you lived uh do you live in a castle is that right no oh.
4: I, it's uh i think what it is it's um it's a property built in nineteen twenty two and it's built to resemble a spanish fort and that's probably what you think.
2: Ah, that's what I remember. It was a glorious place, right?
4: Oh, it's gorgeous and yeah. all all uh, walkways around the top for the for the musketeers to run around Like a castle, okay. <laughs>
2: and and are you and when we last spoke you had a hot young wife.
4: Uh, now I've got a hot young divorcee, nice. <laughs> and she's now got half a castle. Well, right, you too, had yeah. a lot of money last yeah. time we spoke. <laughs> we always do. Now I've got half of that, right? Well, oh. well, it's my third divorce, so she only got a sixth. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am always afraid to ask entertainers about how's the how's the ho- how's the home life because it's a fifty-fifty shot um, at best. But you're you're happy. You sound happy.
4: Oh, I'm having a great time. I've got a 20-year-old girlfriend, a 26-year-old girlfriend, and a 52-year-old girlfriend. All right. Nice.
2: What are their names? Monday, Wednesday, and all the other days?
4: <laughs> uh, Beverly, Beverly Dana and Elizabeth. Ah, all right. So you're, you're having fun. Uh, uh, absolutely. Two for sex and one for, for dinners. <laughs> nice.
2: You have got this all figured out, sir.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. The great thing about it is they all know about each other because I'm a hopeless liar. <laughs> Perfect.
2: Now, the Moody Blues, uh, one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, and a unique rock band, a band that forged uh, new territory in the, in the world of sound and, uh, and, and textures. In fact, at one time, you toured with an orchestra to replace the famous Mellotron.
4: That's right, yeah. For about 10 years, we played with orchestras.
2: And, and now, the Mellotron, of course, no longer exists in its, in its old form. It used to be a tape player that played back actual strings and choirs. That can all be done with uh, a wristwatch these days, right? I mean, it's, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> back then, it was quite a, quite a feat, uh, but also difficult to keep running, as I
4: recall. Oh, it was a nightmare. Every time you got the thing off, off the, the uh, truck and set it up on stage, you'd open the back. And of course, there's, I don't know how many uh, keyboard uh, uh, keys there are on a piano, but probably 80 something something. 88, yeah. 88? Mm there would be 88 tapes in this massive spaghetti. (laughs) And Mike and I became experts. uh, The tools we required were. um, um, a coat hanger and a screwdriver mm. and we would be there and we'd be unthreading them and you've got to do them carefully of course because if, if you fold one or crease one you get a beep as it goes across the back head. We could we could unravel that lot in by the end when we were really expert. It takes about half an hour. Mm.
2: But it gave you a sound. It gave you an orchestral, celestial uh, sound, a Sistine Chapel of popular music sound that no one else could have. And then other people wanted it, didn't
4: they? Oh, sure they did. And uh, I think it was, was it Sony that came out with the first the first sort of electronic keyboard.
2: Yeah, they tried. Yeah, uh,
4: their, their sounds were pretty rough, but now, of course, they're absolutely
2: superb. Now you can do anything. How do you feel about uh, all the drum technology these days? Do you resent the electronic drummers and the samples and all that crap?
4: Um, no, not really. I'm I'm very glad that I came along when I did, and I do think music is marking its time just at the moment. But I've got great hopes for the net internet. It's you know you know I. One of my speeches that I give is that, uh, you know, when plumbing came along, they they invented the saxophone, and, and you know, when when um, electronics came along, they invented electric guitars. And the net artists will always find a way to uh, express themselves with whatever new media is available, you know, because, uh, you, you, you know, like flutes, and they were a hollow tube with fingers, which meant you could only play eight notes. And now with uh, levers and extensions, you've got this beautiful flute, uh, the sounds that we get now. And I'm sure, I don't know how it's going to be, because if I did know how it's going to be, I'd be the first to do it and make millions. More millions. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I'm sure artists have got to find a way to use the net. Maybe thousands of people will, you know, go on the net at the same time and there'll be a giant computer in the middle. that analyzes everybody's um, um, input and, and averages it out to, you know, a universal soul sound or so, you know, one thing is for sure, artists will find a way to express themselves. So you
2: view the internet in the future as being almost an instrument in itself, that people will be able to collaborate and play together without actually being in the same room.
4: Absolutely. No no question in my mind about it.
2: Mm, that's, that's really deep and in the future.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I could figure it out, like I said, if I could figure it out, hey, well, I'd love to see it.
2: Yeah. Now, uh, Graham, you were, uh, your band was part of the British Invasion, an amazing uh, parade of British groups that invaded in, in a friendly way America and brought your sound.
4: Yeah, well, uh, back yeah, then, well last time we tried to beat you in a non-friendly way, you kicked our ass out. Well, out that's true. Out of way, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: back then, before you had actually been to America, what did you expect America to be? Was it what you thought it would be? And what do you think of America today?
4: Ah, wow, that's a big question. Uh, it was, in some ways, it was more than I expected. Uh, New York is breathtaking. That's the only way to, to look at it. And, of course, that was the first place we saw. Um, I was shocked and amazed at some of the things I saw down south when, you, you know, because there was still some of that whites-only stuff, which is a thing I'd never, ever seen. that Which ever. back then was shocking to a British guy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. We we had nothing like that over in England. Mm. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're under the impression that that had disappeared in like 1850 or something, you know, Civil War and all that. 1862, sorry. Civil War and all that. Um, so that shocked me, but the But then um, there was this dichotomy, because the American people are so warm, so giving, so generous, so open, and yet that thing was going on down south. And and, 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 um, um, as a way of seeing how um, how really open and warm and generous American people are in the space of 35 years, you've gone from that to a black president. Right, amazing. No other society I, I can think of ever in history has, has ever been that flexible and that, that uh, willing to grow and willing to recognize mistakes and
2: move on. Thank you for the serious question, serious answer. That was a great big answer, too. I know that was a big, huge, hurricane question. I could just go back to ask you about banging young chicks again, if that would be more comfortable.
4: <laughs> now, something where I claim to be an expert. <laughs> and you're not bad at golf, either, from what I understand. Yeah. Oh, well, got, the golf is going slowly downhill, but Viagra is saving the other. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. you make a golf Viagra.
4: you make millions.
2: Graham, Wikipedia says you're a big Star Trek fan. True? Absolutely, yeah.
4: I, I, I'm a, I'm, I go back so far, I'm a Trekkie, not a trekker.
2: <laughs> big difference, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll- by the way, do, how do you feel when you go to one of those and it's bad? Do you, like, walk out and justify it anyway like I do sometimes? Oh, it's all right. At least there's a spaceship.
4: Well, yeah, and, and it's, been, <clears throat> it, it's been my experience, every one of them, I've walked out disappointed. And then when I saw the film second and third time, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's just, it can't possibly reach expectations. It's as if <clears throat> after they've been broken up like 10 or 12 years, all that talk about the Beatles getting back together and, and, you know, I was still communicating with them back then. And they say, we can't do it because there's no way we can reach expectations. It's going to have to be a disappointment, and I think it's the same with, with the with the Star Trek movie. I won't like, I won't enjoy it that much. But it'll be Star Trek, and I'll I'll keep up my seeing everything uh, stuff. And then a couple of years later, when I see it again, or the DVD comes out, I get into it. I really get to enjoy it, you know.
2: Ram Edge, Moody Blues. Moody Blues will be at the Chateau Saint-Michel on July 29th. Tickets go on sale Saturday at 10 at Ticketmaster.com. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Graham. Uh, Like, I I would so wish we were neighbors. Just. Like to watch him come in and out of your house. Yeah, it would be hey, fantastic. yeah
4: your be after my gals, yeah.
1: <laughs> buy a telescope, never intrude. Awesome yeah, <laughs>
2: Graham, you be well. By the way, if there was any way you guys would come down to our radio show and play a song or two acoustically, we would. We have a studio set up. We would love to have you on the air live when you're in town. If you would, I know, I know you don't need to do that kind of stuff anymore. So it's just if it were fun.
4: Uh, well, we we like that, but again, it's all about w- what the travelling is. I don't know what time we arrive. Yeah. I don't know if, it, if it's, you know, whether we bus over or, you know, it's, it's all of that, and I have no idea. It's so right. far in the future. Right. But certainly uh, we, it's a thing we have done, and I know Seattle's an important market, and we love St. Michael's, so if you go get with us through uh, Insight... Uh, maybe we can have works. All right. We'll tell them that you said absolutely. Can't wait to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Yeah, it's... go right ahead.
2: All right, Graham. It's wonderful Just to talk to
4: you. That, that my speech was a little slurred when I was saying <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
2: well, will. All right, you be well. We'll see you when you come to Seattle. I'm looking forward to it. Take Love care, Graham.
0: Week.